Hello and welcome to the ETOP21 Sports Podcast for November 4th. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOP21 Sports. You can find my work on Twitter at ETOP21, on Instagram at ETOP21Sports underscore. Can we believe it's already November? Wow, time is just a flying. Before I jump into the podcast, two quick announcements. Reminder, the ETOP21 Sports Podcast is presented by PointsBet. Looking for a dependable sports book? Download the PointsBet app. Use promo code ETOFT21. 100% deposit match up to two great take up to 2k, excuse me. Great book, phenomenal book. Easy to use, one of the fastest growing sports books here in the United States. I absolutely love it. I use that book all the time. Great lines, great inline betting. If you're not using that sports book, you're really missing out. Number 2. Next week's my old man's birthday. Don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I may be visiting him. He is getting up there in age. I feel I need to do that. So I may not be here. The podcast may be off next week. If that is the case, I apologize. Or it may just be a shortened podcast. Have Jim come on. There's going to be no NASCAR. I'll see if David can come over later to talk some NFL. So next week, podcast could be coming out a little little earlier and a little bit of a shortened, condensed version. Uh, you know, as always, we have a great show for you lined up. David's going to be coming on. We're going to be giving out our NFL picks. 2-0 last week. Excuse me, 4-0 last week. We're looking to see if we can continue that. Also, we are going to have Jim break down the CFL bets, tell you what CFL bets to lock in for the divisional semifinal round. And Brandon coming in last one of the year. He's going to be telling you what NASCAR bets to lock in for the championship He's hit an insane five out of six. Before I start talking about NFL and the Thursday night game on my own little two cents, I want to thank my boy Jason Silva from Betfred Sports coming on. He had a million things going on. Really appreciate the fact he was able to take the time, come on, talk sports, talk about Betfred. They have great promotions going on. Solid sports book. Um, you know, if you're in one of their, their areas, I'd look to get, do them. Obviously, if you already have a points bet, because points bet is my sports book. Uh, in terms of the Thursday night game, let's face it, inflated number. I broke it down in the Twitter space. Guys, just a friendly reminder, I'm always going to have those Twitter spaces with my boy Gino. We're going to be talk- going over the bets of the day. We had everything except for the Burkhead receiving props over, which, let's be honest, should have hit. Um, I kind of like what I saw from the Texans fight. In terms of offense, offense looked a lot better. It's almost like since Cooks wasn't there, Mills was spreading the ball out more. Damian Pierce obviously looks like the steal of the draft. My one word with Pierce is this. He's never really touched the ball more than two times a game. No, sorry, excuse me, 16 times a game. So how is he going to stack up having this many touches so much in it, in a, uh, in a game? He's, he's used to 16 at Florida. If he consistently has 20 touches, does he have the body type where he's able to withstand that? I don't know. That's my little worry for Eagles. I mean, let's be honest. We're sitting at the Eagles 30 to 1. I'm absolutely petrified of the San Francisco 49ers. I've never had a future on a team that's looked as good as the Eagles and looks so petrifying. But they offense hurts, looks great. They're running the ball well. Obviously, A.J. Brown has opened up this offense bigger than I thought it was going to be defensively they look great and I'll be honest I hope the Lions get their defensive coordinator 
that would be great. Um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts of the Thursday night game. You know, we hit the Texans plus the 14. We hit Gainwell over 22 and a half yards. We lost Burkhead prop of over, I think it was 17 and a half yards receiving. Also, given out in the Twitter space, we hit Shane Drellis or Alexander over in his points. So we did pretty good overall in the Twitter space. Pretty proud of that. Uh, in terms of my NFL stuff, guys, just follow me on the Action Network. I put everything up there. Everything goes on my streams. I'm going to be live this Saturday morning with my boy Jim. Absolutely love this college football card coming out. Absolutely love it. Um, so, yeah, you know, my stuff is always free, always out there. Not one of those guys that sell stuff. I don't like people that do that. Um, UFC stuff, I'll be talking with my boy Kyle, the DFS Bachelor. That's going to be on the BTV sh stuff stream, their YouTube live, I think, Friday night. So, yeah, like I said, all my stuff is always out there. It's free. If you guys have any questions, just shoot me a DM. Uh, real quickly, I was talking to someone about the Houston Astros. And, look, I'm rooting for the Phillies. Why am I rooting for the Phillies? I have a Phillies future. I'm friends with a player on the team. And my boy does security work for some players on the team. So if they win it, I'm front and central for that parade. And also I get money in my pocket. That's why I'm rooting for the Phillies. I'm not a big Houston Astros guy, but if it's a situation to bet the Houston Astros, I will bet them. I look at it like this. A, they're cheaters. You look at the way Kershaw's trajectory changed with all that cheating stuff. And I know, I don't, trust me. I have people who are friends, I have a, how can I rephrase this? I have sources inside teams, and I know what goes on. Every team cheats. I'm not naive. I realize that, and I know that. But what the Astros did, that was a whole other level. Um, Jose with the um, with the buzzer on his chest, uh, pitchers, spin, spin velocity increases. Those guys are cheaters. I freaking hate them. I can't stand them, and I hope they lose. And then let's not forget the guy they had that – made the racist gesture that wasn't suspended for the World Series, which is absolutely positively insane. He should have been suspended during the World Series. Just not my cup of tea, not my organization. AJ Hintz gets out of there, now magically he can't manage. Guys, it's not take a rocket scientist to understand what's going on in Houston and how they are basically ahead of the system. They're, they're not getting caught, they're cheating. I get it, I'm not worried, but I'm just saying, I had someone come at me the way I look at sports is very different than other people. I look at sports, I'm not really a fan of that many teams. I look at sports very differently. I look at sports to make money. So, and I was talking to a Houston Astros fan, they're getting all, you know, wound up about all this cheat, and they cheat, it is what it is. You know, move on, I accept it, you accept it. You know, they're dirt balls. But anyway, that's my event for today. We have a great show. Um, yeah, so let's jump right into it and uh, make some money. Well, we've made it to the playoffs, and he's here, just like he's been here every other week on the podcast. My friend and your friend, XFL Jim. How you doing today, my man? Playoffs are here! Dude, it's crazy, dude. The CFL, you know, it's been a great season. You know, you've been in fuego, picking, picking winners, putting out good content, but... Uh, there's something really personal I need to ask you. Ask away. You know, we're recording this on November 2nd. Are your Christmas decorations up? No. My Dude, call me a hater. I already got my lights up outside. Well, I'm you're just up. like, you're a Christmas fiend. But I I'm, never I'm, I'm and will back. never skip over Thanksgiving. Oh, dude, I'm pro-Thanksgiving. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just, I'm just saying, 
once November 1st hits, you know, Uncle Rico, he likes himself a good Hallmark movie, you know, like, like little schmaltzy Christmas movie, you know. There's little fire, little There's for pack. sure logic in putting your Christmas decorations up early because it's it's warm right now. Like it's it's nice out. Yeah, dude, it was like 70 here today. Yeah, it was like 70 here too. It was windy as hell, but it was still 70. And like nobody the last thing I want to do if it's like 20 degrees or lower and freezing my ass off. The last thing I want to do is put up decorations. Man, you want to get that stuff done when it's nice and toasty. Um, exactly. Well, you're not here to talk, you, you know, as much as I'm sure people would love to hear Jim and I talk about Christmas and everything. We're here to talk some some uh, some CFL. Uh, only two games this week, so this one's going to be a little shorter. First game, we got the Tiger, Tiger Cats going to the Montreal Alouettes. Montreal Alouettes. The line is three over under 48 and a half. What say you, my friend? Give me one of the hottest teams in the CFL. I'm taking the Tiger Cats straight up. I like that too. I like the Tiger Cats too. Um, are you so you're you're not taking the plus three, you're taking the plus one twenty. I'd take them both. Um there is worry that Hamilton on the road is a little bit like not as good, but I think Dane Evans is healthy. This Hamilton team is red hot. Montreal looks pretty good too. I think both these games are gonna be awesome games, first off. But I just trust in a Hamilton team that's shown more consistency down the stretch. And they're basically doing the same thing that they did last year. Where they're heating up in time for the playoffs and they're going to make a run. They did the same thing last year. They had a middling to all right season and then they just heated up in the playoffs. They're peaking. They're peaking. Exactly. You know, I always like taking points. I'll definitely take the Tiger Cats. Uh, I'll take them plus the three. I might lean over too. I'll take them plus the three. I'm not going to touch the total. Maybe. I'm, I'm not touching it, but I lean over. Yeah. I'm going to take the. Uh, so Jim is on the Tiger Cats plus three, the over of 48 and a half, and the money line money plus line. 122. Uncle Rico, he's just taking the plus three. Next game, we're going to the Calgary Can't Stampeders at the BC Lions. What say you, my friend? Nathan Rourke is back. His second game since being back against Calgary. I this is a tough one for me. Because Calgary's looked really good. Jake Mayer's looked fantastic. The last time these teams played, I'm pretty sure Jake Mayer wasn't even starting for the Stampeders. I'm pretty sure it was still Bo Levi Mitchell. I listen, Nathan Rourke is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in the CFL. He's electric. He's amazing. And BC still has weapons. I'm going to go with Calgary. I'm just going to go with the dog and go with a, like a good offensive line, a good defense. Like BC's defense looked exposed last week against Winnipeg. I trust Calgary a little bit more than I trust BC. Aren't you were I trust I, I agree with you 100%. Um I like this Tim Peters here. I'm still afraid that Rourke's not 100%. Timing will be off. I think this offense for BC is going to have issues, and that was definitely their strong suit this year, that that high-explosive offense before Rourke got hurt. So it sounds like we're both on the Stampeders. Are you taking the two-and-a-half? Are you taking the money line? Or I'm taking money line, again. 
I trust the Stampeders more. Jake Mayer has shown a lot to be impressive. And I just, even if Nathan Rourke is at like 80%, this offense will be great because they have a ton of weapons. But I just trust a team, both these teams have good offenses, and I just trust the defense of Calgary more. How So how do you feel about a parlay? I'll, yeah, I'll do a straight-up dog parlay. I'll just do Calgary-Hamilton. Plus four. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nice little ROI. Nice little ROI on the investment. I like that. Um, It works for me. So we're both on the dogs. Jim's taking the Stampeder straight up to win, and he's taking the Tiger Cats plus the three and the plus 122. Um, Get the Bombers plus 120 to win the Grey Cup, by the way. You can get the Bombers plus 120 to win the Grey Cup. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm looking at some prices. Tiger Cats are at 12 to 1. Don't like it. I, if there was, I mean, there's value because I do think there's a very real possibility they make the Grey Cup. So if you could hedge out of it, there's value there. But we talked about it in the middle of the season. That's where that's when the value was, when you could get them yeah. at like 25 to 1. Yeah. Yep. So no, you're not seeing any any good any juicy stuff you're liking. I mean, if you're into it, I got it at a better price. But like Bombers plus one twenty still isn't bad because they're the best team hands down, and you're not getting a money line in that game. Do you see any way that they can not win it? Uh, I think if they drop to the winner of Calgary BC, that would be the game where they. That would be that would have to be the game. It'd have to be the Western uh, Conference Final. Okay. All right. Jim, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your day. Come on, talk a little CFL. Wait, hey, people. A couple months from now, about four months from now, we're gonna be talking XFL, baby. So, do we know when the draft or anything is gonna take place? This month. Uh, I, I don't know if they have exact dates mentioned, but yeah, it's later this month. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that, my friend. November 15th. The Vegas Vipers. That's my squad. I knew it. I knew you'd be going for them. Uh, Jim, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, my man? You can find me on Twitter at XFL Jim. You can find me over on YouTube at XFL Jim. I just uh, I ranked all of the XFL logos and team names for everybody out there. So at all XFL news, CFL news, I my week 21 recap is finally dropping. Uh, it'll be out this Thursday, and then I'll have a little playoff recap coming next week. Be prepared. Thanks for stopping by, my friend. We'll talk soon, buddy. So we've reached the part of the podcast where we're going to be talking NFL betting, and David Better, DP21, joins us. David, how are you doing today, my man? Doing great, man. It's Friday. Can't complain. Looking forward to the weekend. Cashing some bets with you all. So the big question is, have you had your nap for the day yet? <laughs> not yet it's coming it's coming after this <laughs> david and i were talking about napping i haven't napped since i was four but you know i guess david takes daily naps but i i do i i have not stopped i mean i did it all the way through high school college you name it never just nice little 20 30 minutes if it ends up longer you know so be it <laughs> See, but i have caffeine like i know this is i take i have what is it dark brew i put uh-huh. dark brew in a cup and I put pro, pre-protein in it. That's impressive. 
I did. I know, dude. I mean, I, I don't, I actually don't do, I don't even drink coffee, man. Like I don't, I don't do a lot of caffeine stuff. So see that that's the difference. Like me, I'm like, I live on caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I don't drink a lot of sodas. I, you know, I do tea every now and again, but like I have three, two to three cups in the morning and then I have my little protein caffeinated drink mid afternoon. That's, That's good. Yeah. I mean, my power, my power drinks are kind of my thing when I go to the gym. That's about it. Um, so I believe we're you swept the board. I think we both swept. We the both board. swept. We we, we both we rocked it last weekend. Yeah, four zero. That brings us to I believe thirteen and three on the season, or twelve and four on the season. Twelve and four. Uh, twelve and four on the season. Um, so everyone knows how it does. David gives a halftime and a full game. I give a player prop and a full game. We'll kick it off with David first. All right, cool. So we'll get started with the full game first. Um, Going to lean in on the uh, Monday Night Football game, Ravens versus Saints. Um, looking at this one, you know, I actually um, really, really, my model really likes this too. Um, I really like the Saints. I love their offense where they're at. Um, I've got the Saints winning this game outright. Earlier in the week, they were up to plus three and a half, plus three. And the Vegas line has now dropped to one and a half, which obviously means people are obviously, you know, starting to bet that side of it more now. Um, you know, I just, I really like where everything ranks for them right now offensively. You know, um, rushing wise, they're sitting in the top 10 at number six. Um, you know, passing wise, they're, they have a lot to do there, but, you know, their whole game is based around their rushing game. Taysom Hill, Kamara you know, getting it in, in those two players' hands a lot right now, especially with Michael Thomas. He's been out for a while. They rely on Olave a little bit, but their defense is actually just outside the top 10. You know, they're sporting an actual rushing defense of, uh, in the top 12, a passing defense as the top 11. Um, you know, so I really like where that's at. Baltimore is a little banged up. Uh, you know, they I don't think they're going to have Gus Edwards this weekend. Granted, they still have Kenyon Drake. They also just lost one of their receivers in Bateman. Um, you know, Andrews can't really hold up, you know, the full load, in my opinion. You know, so Baltimore is going to have to, you know, figure out what they're going to do within their offense a little bit. You know, obviously, Lamar Jackson, very talented player. I'm not going to say that they're not going to have offense in this game. I definitely see offense in this game. Um, however, I don't see them actually reaching their point totals. There's no edge there for me with that, and especially within the first half. So, Full game, taking New Orleans Saints on the money line. I got them plus 130 earlier in the week. Um, they are sitting about, about plus 115. I still think that is a great bet to take for them just as, you know, a dog in the game. Um, I love my dog plays, and you know that. I love dogs, too. I, I agree with you 100%. I have this at two and a half. Uh, just to piggyback one thing you said, PFF always gives out offensive line versus defensive line. We all know the Ravens are what? A run first team. Per PFF, their offensive line has the third worst matchup against the Saints. Yeah. I found that pretty interesting. I, I love the Saints here. Um, totally agree with you 100%. My first bet, I'm going to my player prop. And I locked in Terry McLaurin, scary carry over 64 and a half yards. The one thing that has happened since uh, Taylor Heineke has come over, he's gone over this prop both times. Uh, against Green Bay, eight targets, five receptions, 73 yards. Last week, eight targets, six receptions, 113 yards. I think we're playing a Carson Wentz tax on player props on on the commanders. This is priced as if Wentz is a quarterback. 
I absolutely love Steri Carey to fly over this. If you can find a prop for him to go over 100 and an adjusted line, I think it would too. I think this Minnesota defense is a little overrated. DVOA has them 32nd overall against the number one wide receiver. I flip and love Scary Terry to go over this prop. So over 64 and a half, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I love it too. And I love all your prop bets. I don't know <laughs> that I haven't cashed on one in recent weeks. So if anybody's listening to your prop bet, they're doing the right thing and doing doing right by themselves. So pissed. Last night I had Rex Burkhead over 17 and a half yards receiving. What did he get to? He only got to six. He got one. He got. <laughs> I was going to say, I, th- I saw him catch a couple. I just. Um, I no, he had a couple thrown his way. And yeah. like, you know, I, uh, what I hit, I hit, uh, hit, hit the Texans. I think you had the Texans yep. too at 14. Yep. yep. Um, and then I had, I missed out on Burkhead over seven, seven. No, it was, I got it at 15 and a half receiving yards. It bloomed up to 17 after the cooks news was announced. And then I hit Gainwell over 22 and a half total yards. Oh yeah. That was, so, that that was, was a really good one. Yeah. That was easy. Um, So let's hop in. What is your next bet? My next bet is going to be in the first half. I love first half plays. My model really likes this. I think it actually has one of the best edges for a lot of my first half plays here. Um, So they're actually two in the same, same game. I'm looking at the Titans and the chiefs first half. Um, What I, I'm looking at though is the total over 23. Uh, this has actually come down. It was at 23 and a half a little, you know, a day or two ago when I had modeled this, but um, I'm a little confused why it's down. I am averaging a total um, for this game in the first half of about 29. So I have like a six point delta there that is a solid six, um, you know, for them to beat that number. And when I start looking at these defenses, you know, just overall, as I'm looking at it, you know, they're just middle of the pack defenses. I mean, the Chiefs have a passing defense of 26 in the league. Um, Titans are at 15. You know, the rushing defense for the Chiefs is at 17. Meanwhile, their offense, I mean, everything's just kind of middle of the board. Um, You know, passing offense and rushing um, or excuse me, passing offense for the Chiefs is obviously number one in the league here. Um, you know, so I could just see them throwing, uh, like Chiefs throwing it all over themselves. You know, the uh, Titans running it all over them. They're just going to go up and down the field, I feel like, a lot in the first half and just get out to like a really big score, I think. Um, and, you know, when I started looking at it between the first half and the full game, uh, first half is your edge. Um, you know, I still have them beating the outright full game even by, you know, about five points, but I really like where this is at. I'm surprised the number dropped down to 23. I'm going to hit that, you know, and that is where my uh, second play is going to be for the weekend. I love it. I think, you know, we're talking off air. Both of us are on the Titans. Both of us wouldn't surprise if the Titans won that bad boy straight up. Um, yep. My next one. This is just a math. This is a math play and a weather play and a matchup play. Um, last week, the Dolphins three and a half point favorites. This week, this week they're four and a half five point favorites against the Bears. I think the Bears are a better football team than the Lions. Um, they're starting to run the ball more. This Dolphins defense can be run on. You're adding Claypool. I know his routes are going to be limited, but you can still go up and high point a ball. I do not trust this Dolphins secondary at all. Fields, you believe Fields has given up the 11th most, excuse me, has scored the 11th most fantasy points this year, which seems astronomical, crazy to me. 
And I talked about it on my stream earlier in the week. Bears are shortening the game. They're running the ball. I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to stop it. In a game like this where it's limited possessions, I'm always going to take the dog. And also, I'm here in the Chicagoland area. We're going to have a monsoon today. We're in the middle of a monsoon. In a monsoon. <laughs> We're in a monsoon now. We have a monsoon tomorrow, Saturday. And that field, Soldier Field is the worst field. So that field's going to be sloppy. That's totally going to neglate all the speed that the um, Dolphins, Dolphins have. have. I absolutely love the Bears here. This is actually dropped down to four and a half. Anything over three and a half is a buy for me. I locked it in at four and a half. I thought with the Chubb news, it actually was going to go up. But the fact I liked it at five and it's gone down to four tells me there's some big boy mo- money moving the number. So I locked it in at four and a half this morning, Friday. I like the Bears plus four and a half. Yeah, I, I really love that play. I was looking at, you know, where my model stood with that one too. And to your point, I had modeled it with the, you know, the Vegas uh, line at five earlier in the week. And, you know, but my model's got this sitting at no better than a field goal, um, you know, in favor of Miami. But, you know, you are still getting about a three-point edge there with the Bears. And like you mentioned, at home, um, not that I put a lot of weight on home, you know, away factors there. That's not like really a big angle that I take in terms of where I come from. But when I do look at the passing defense of, you know, Miami, they are worse than the, they're, they're number 29, um, you know, and I mean, to that point, the only thing that I think might turn me off a little bit is to your point of knowing the limited possessions, uh, the rushing game of the Bears, you know, their their rushing defense for Miami is still in the top 10. So that is my only area of, of concern. Outside of that, I agree with you. Um, this is if, if the weather is going to be nasty and they're going to have limited and you're right fields. I know you guys talked about it earlier in the week and I was like, hey, should I be picking him up? And of course, everybody grabbed him in my other league. So. Um, you know, really interested to that one. I did, my model agrees with you in terms of where your lean is, and uh, you know, yeah, man, I, I think that's a great play. Yeah, let's let's cash it, dude. You know, we've been you know four and last week, twelve and four since we started doing these. Let's look to start to make some money, cash those tickets, David. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the social media? All right, cool. Uh, yeah, anybody ever looking to talk shop? Of course, you know you can reach out to me. I'm always open for discussion about any plays um, across anything. You know, I do I do modeling for all sports. You know, NFL is just like a niche here that I have with E on this you know podcast, of course. But anything you ever want to talk about, um, you know, I just started up with my MBA. Uh, you know, I got things going for college football as well at the same time. So find me on Twitter, Instagram, Better DP Twenty One, Better with an O R. And uh, look forward to doing this with you always, man. Dude, let's get hot, stay hot, and uh, we'll talk soon, my friend. All right, buddy. Let's cash. Hello, and we've reached the part of the podcast where we talk about NASCAR and the man that's absolutely on fire. He's picked five out of six winners to close the season at Boston Boy 83. Brandon, how are you doing today, my man? Hoping to go six for seven for sure. Close it out on a positive. So before we, before we start, I just need to vent. Just need to vent on something. You have Kyle Larson saying what Ross Chastain did was bad for the sport. So my thing is this. A, you did the same thing a couple years ago. B, saying something racist during a middle of a live stream is bad for the sport too, buddy. So you know what? I think what you did is a little worse and you're a racist. I don't like you. 
So you know what? You can f off, Mister Kyle. He's, he, he's dead to me. Like he's just—he's more mad that somebody pulled it off when he didn't. So I think you will see a rule change come in sometime next year that you just can't sling your car into a wall for a lap. But I love. There's it. no rule right now, so you might as well do it. I we'll love it. So we're going to Phoenix. Um, you know, we each have a there. We each have a couple plays we're looking to lock in. Um, yeah, I will. I'll start with you, my friend. We know where I'm going with this. It's obvious. Anybody that watches the show, I'm going Chase Elliott plus 240. I don't like it when it's ever that low, but he's so good at Phoenix. We watched him start dead last to win a championship at Phoenix. His average finish right now is between like nine and eleven, and uh, I like him. So that's where I'm going to start there. Good old number you know man. What? You know Brandon where I'm Bell going. Bell I will drive to Dawsonville if this happens. I'm going to my old man, Harvick. You know, seven races here. Average finish 6.1. I know he's only led um, 3.1% of the laps. But when I'm seeing this guy in one book at 25 to 1, when you have the highest average finish, I absolutely, positively, I have to take that. So I am taking Kevin Harvick 25 to 1. I like it. So I'm going to go back down to the favorites and I'm going to grab Mr. Ross Chastain at four to one. What we saw last week and the way he just sent it just to get into the championship tells me when he gets behind the wheel, if he has any opportunity in the closing laps to make a move, he is the only driver on the entire track that's going to be able to make a move like that. So Mr. Wall ride him himself, Chastain at four to one. I like it. I like it. Um, don't take my next one. I'm not going to take the next one. All right. I'm I do like your Harvick pick, though. I do. Um, Best average finish, but go ahead. My next one. I don't know what my next my, – oh, I'm sorry. My next one, I'm just going Austin Dillon top ten. He's been riding okay. good to end the season. He's at three to one. I think there's some value there. Um, I know historically he really hasn't done well at this track. Last race of the season – I think he does well. Um, I did want to ask you though. There was quick news. There was some news that popped this afternoon. That's what we should have lended. My bad for being a shitty host, everybody. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Johnson. Johnson coming back to the game. Going to write run in five races. How does this affect Eric Jones? I don't think it affects Eric. He's going into a partnership with GSM and Petty. Jimmy Johnson himself. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see another car added just for those races you can't take somebody that is competing for a championship and remove him out of a car or remove somebody just for jimmy to fill in for some prestige races so i think you're going to see it a third or fourth however many they have going in the next year an extra car added for those races for jimmy to race i think it will help eric it will help noah coming out of xfinity having a veteran like jimmy present at the shop in the meetings at the tracks so I think it's going to be a huge boost for the whole Petty GMS squad in general. Uh, where is your next one? Martin Truex Jr. closes it out after a rough season, not getting into the playoffs or getting knocked out by a point, whatever it was right there at the end. Mr. Martin Truex at plus 30 to 1. I'm seeing him 50 to 1 at one book. Perfect. 30 to 1, 50 to 1. You grab him before qualifying. So when this gets released, if you guys don't touch him before qualifying, and we're celebrating on Sunday with 
Martin Truex and Victory Lane and Chase Elliott holding up a championship banner. Not gonna be too happy. Um, my next one, I'm just going to a head to head. I'm taking Logano at plus plus one ten to finish ahead of Bell. I like that. Logano, you know, one win here, average finish of six point three. Bell historically has struggled at this track. I'm getting plus money on Logano. I'll take Logano plus one ten. Plus, I know we know he's going to be racing to win it, so I absolutely love that. I'm I'm fading Bell. I just I he's won a couple elimination races to get where he is, but I just think he's so young. You've got Logano, a veteran, won it before. Chase, a veteran, won it before. Chastine, who literally has the biggest balls in the entire sport, and then you have this young kid Bell in a championship race. So I'm fading him. I'd, I'd love to see him win. It'd be huge for him, the sport, everybody involved. But mm-hmm. I just I don't think he's going to get the backing he needs by his teammates because Kyle Busch doesn't care. Denny yeah. Hamlin's butt hurt. So yeah. you look at that compared to what you're going to see Logano get with Blaney and Keselowski, or not Keselowski, but Blaney. And then you look at what Chase is going to get between Larson, Bowman, Byron. Like you're going to have a lot of team support. I don't see Bell getting that. Yeah, I, I agree 100. Yeah, that's why I love it so much. Um, anything else you're looking to lock in? Because I got my three. I'm good. I'm locked in. The way I want to close this out is the Boston Bruins are 10 and 1, top of the NHL right now. I said that. I had to what month is that it? That little seed. It doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't. Don't do that to right. So you're mad at your Red Wings. Don't take it out on me. Go to your therapist about it. Hey, buddy. We, you got Elliot plus 250. Uh, Justine plus Justine plus four. Justine plus 40 to one. And no, we saw Chast- Truex- Ross Justine at four, four to one. Four to one. And Truex 50 to one? 30 to one. And then 50 to one yearbook. Um, I have Logano over Bell at plus 110. Dylan, top 10 plus 300 and Harvick 25 to one. Brandon, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your schedule, coming here every single week to break down NASCAR. It's going to be weird not talking to you next week, my friend. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on the social media? Boston Boy 83, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Dude, let's let's make some money. Let's cash some tickets. Six for seven and end on a high note, folks. God, I was going to say talk to you next week, but I can't say that. Well, if you didn't include me in other sports, then uh, we might be able to figure something out. We'll we'll figure something out. Do some hockey stuff. Uh, we'll talk soon, my friend. All right. That's it for today's podcast. Please like and subscribe. Also, thank you for this week's guest at XFL Gym on Instagram and Twitter, at BostonBoy83 on Instagram and Twitter, and my boy BetterDP21 on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to give them a follow. ETOF21 Sports Show is going to be live this Tuesday night on YouTube and Twitch. Set those reminders. Gino McCall will be this week's special guest. Thank you for the support. Until next week, boys and girls.